Good morning, everyone. Um, one of my abiding memories as a child growing up at Christmas would be attending the Christingle service at my church with my parents and my younger sister. The Christmas story would be read from the Bible. We would sing familiar Christmas carols and we'd move around the church as we followed the journey of Mary, Joseph, the wise men and the shepherds on their journey towards Bethlehem. We would listen to the history and and the um, meaning of the Christingle. The round orange that represents the earth. The red tape around it that represents Jesus' blood and God's love wrapping around us all. Four cocktail sticks to represent the four corners of the earth. And in my day, uh, dried fruit, I think sweets are now the in thing, on those cocktail sticks representing the good gifts that God gives to us. The candle, of course, in the middle, representing the light of the world, Jesus showing us what God is like. As a child, the scene was almost magical in a purely candlelit church filled with children holding their precious Christingles in their gloved hands. We would sing away in a manger and just the children would sing the second verse, our almost angelic voices, asking Jesus to stay by our bedsides until morning is nigh. We'd look up at our parents' faces and their eyes would just be that little bit moist as they looked down, smiling on the wonder of their children at Christmas, swelling their hearts with pride and joy. Now as a parent, myself, the wonder of that Christingle service has become a source of terror and anxiety as the reality of what a health and safety nightmare this event actually is. Gloved hands to hold a smooth, round object whilst walking through a poorly lit, stone-floored church, a maze of pillars and oak pews to bump into or trip over. Sharp wooden cocktail sticks precariously pierced into this fruit, now oozing juice, the points of which hover dangerously close to the eyes of your beloved offspring. A piece of less than fully adhesive grocer's tape, which has become unattached in less than 17 seconds from when it was given to your child and is now stuck to the bottom of their shoe, causing them the most emotional distress they have ever experienced in their entire lives. And finally, the candle. A naked flame in the face of your precious child. A mere moment away from igniting their scarf or hat or hair or indeed the flimsy carol sheet, carol uh, word sheet you're also trying to contend with because the verger thinks that using the overhead projector will ruin the atmosphere of the candle lighting and they don't know how to make it work anyway. (laughs) The journey home is focused on stopping your children from stabbing themselves or indeed each other with the cocktail sticks and preventing the now dripping fruit from leaving a sticky mess in your car's upholstery. Once home, the uneaten dried fruit, the sweets are gone, but the uneaten dried fruit needs to be accounted for and disposed of carefully because these good gifts from God are poisonous to your canine housemate. (laughs) The evening subsides into picking up desiccated wooden splinters from the carpet, discerning the best course of action for the now mangled piece of fruit dumped on your dining table, and searching for that one-foot square piece of brown paper you need on the occasions when melted wax has been spilt on the sleeve of your brand new, have it early, but it's your Christmas present so you can enjoy it, wool coat. 
amongst all that, standing there in the church, holding that Christian goal, lit in front of your face, is a moment of great peace, calm, joy, and hope. As truly we do gaze upon Jesus, the light of the world. In the midst of what your year may or may not have been, it is a moment of great wonder and a good memory. The last four Sundays of Advent have taken us on a journey through some of God's greatest promises to us, his children. Hope, love, joy, and peace. The readings this morning have reminded us of this familiar story of how great uncertainty, but a small, but growing family found a corner of peace in a busy world. They were surrounded by love and gave birth to great joy as the Christ child came into the world, bringing the greatest hope into a world overwhelmed by darkness. If we read through the story of the Bible before Jesus' birth, there are many signposts to a great and mighty rescuer is coming on the way. And there is one coming to save all those who call on his name. A redeemer, our Messiah, Emmanuel, God with us, carrying a simple message to all in darkness. There is hope. Hope in the midst of misery, suffering and despair. A hope that abides with us, leads us, surrounds us, comforts and upholds us as we navigate the fullness of life. The highs and the lows, the great mountaintop celebrations and delights as well as the deep valleys of pain and grief. A living hope that is constant, never lessening, never weakened, never undone and never withdrawn. This is God's gift to us, based on nothing that we could do to deserve it, given out of God's eternal, consuming and endless love for each and every one of us. This eternal hope poured into the body of Christ Jesus. Hope that walked the same earth that we do, ate the same crops and harvests that we do, drank the same water, breathed the same air, and felt the same sun, wind, and rain on his face that we do. A man who knew and felt all of our troubles and challenges, and tempted in all the same ways that we are. He knew joys of celebration and crowds, and he knew the sorrow of loss and loneliness. In Jesus, our greatest hope, all the promises of God are fulfilled. A life full of great plans and adventures, an eternity in the Father's presence secured. Every word spoken by God, now yes and amen, in the flesh and blood of Jesus our Saviour. Before Jesus' birth, the presence of God was confined to special places and sacred days. But now with Jesus, this God-man walking on our earth, this awesome presence rests on him and resides in him. No longer was God's presence for high priests and holy days, but now his presence was on the streets and among the crowds, in the marketplace, in the gatherings on the mountains, amongst the broken hearts outside the tombs, and at the dinner table with sinners. The very outcasts of society 
were those that he chose to draw close. He talked, walked, and ate with them. Children were welcome and promised the kingdom of heaven as their inheritance. This man hung on a cross, himself blameless, taking all the punishment for every single one of our wrongs. He ransomed himself for our sake, so that once again, God and his people could dwell together. Just then, as it is now, Jesus' message remains the same. There is hope. No matter where you find yourself, whoever you are, whatever your story, the greater and stronger hope to surround and comfort you, a hope to build your life upon and to lead you into an eternal future. This hope, this light of the world, his name is Jesus. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in Him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Surround us now, Lord Jesus, with your hope. Fill us to overflowing with your joy and your peace, washing away our despair and leaving no room for fear. Comfort us in our grief and keep our hearts and minds in perfect peace as we eagerly wait for you, our King of Kings, our Lord of Lords, our Prince of Peace, and our greatest hope. Jesus Christ, be born again within us and amongst us this Christmas.